everybody. Welcome back to Marxine's Porch. If this is your first time listening, I hope you you enjoy and come back. Today, I'm joined by a special guest, Lyra Brooks, a young mystic. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. How are you? I am great. So I'm excited about you being on the podcast and kind of just getting a young adult's um, perception on how you view the mystic and the metaphysical world. So how has your year been so far since we're into the first two weeks? (laughs) (laughs) It's been good so far. Very relaxing since I haven't had a lot of schoolwork to deal with. um, So it's been light work, nothing too much. Nice. Did you do anything big to ring in the new year? Nothing really. We... Just made a charcuterie board and went to bed early, although I did eat some grapes after midnight. <laughs> nice. So I kind of, like I said, we're in the, you know, the first two weeks of the new year. And I know that um, for some people, you know, when they go into the new year, everybody does their New Year's resolutions. I'm the type of person, I'm really not into resolutions. I always like to just set my intentions for the year do you do resolutions or do you do intentions or goals or anything usually I just do goals of kind of like I know stuff's probably not going to be sticking throughout the whole year so I do like small goals like what do I want to happen within the next couple of months or just small reachable goals that don't really span the entire year Right. And I know for some, you know, when they do those resolutions, goals or intentions, some, you know, we're, you know, granted, we're only in the first two weeks, but, you know, they're going strong. And then some others may have already, you know, hit their bumps and, you know, given up. And I always kind of tell people is that, you know, every day is kind of a new day and it kind of offers us a new beginning. Um, And just to give us so, you know, give yourself some grace, you know, if you did fall off your resolution um, already. I kind of feel like a lot of people go into the, you know, I don't like to set my intentions too far out because I feel like if I set them too far out and I don't see any progress, I kind of get a little discouraged. So I kind of always figure like, Hey, I don't have to have everything figured out for the year. And I just focus on where I'd like to be and, you know, and let it just kind of fall all into place. Mm -hmm. It's like setting big goals, like, towards the end of the year, just having it for the entire year can be daunting and just not having completed. Absolutely. And like I said, get a little bit discouraged. And, you know, of course this week, you know, we've already, you know, we already had our first new moon of 2024. And um, I don't know if you keep up with like with the astrology and stuff like that, but I know that our new moon was um, in Capricorn this week and you know for most people that don't know or do you know Capricorn you know it's it's an earth sign and I kind of feel like kind of Capricorn's energy is you can kind of use it to focus on what aligns your soul and stuff so it was kind of kind of nice to have a full moon I mean a new moon already so early in the new year and then looking towards the full moon towards the 25th of this month so should be interesting what comes out of this month. So, um, so do you have um, any major goals or intentions that you're looking forward for this new year? Um, Other- uh, just keeping up grades, passing my college classes that I've been taking. Right. Because 
those are the main concerns I have. Right. Right. And since you are taking your college classes and stuff, and I know that gives you just with school and stuff and with, you know, working and everything that you have a pretty busy um, schedule. Is there anything that you do to recharge yourself um, just so you don't get overwhelmed or try to recenter yourself when you feel like things are just kind of, you know, unraveling? Usually when I get stressed like that from just from everything and whatever life does me, uh, I usually the the uh, moonstone you get to me. Sometimes I'll take that either before I head off to school or like when I come home. I'll like take that, take a few deep breaths, like in and out, just like relax, let all the stress just wash off of me. And then usually I do that. But also I usually play a couple of music, just play different songs that whatever in the mood I feel, whatever mood I'm in, just to help me relax and just let all the stresses go away. Do you ever try meditation or journaling or anything? I haven't tried either of them, but I've been wanting to get into meditation. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of the people I follow on Instagram has like, has been talking about that recently. So I was like, that's something I've been wanting to get into and want to start researching soon. I know um, years ago when I started doing um, meditation at first, it kind of felt a little daunting, you know, because you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm supposed to clear my mind, I'm supposed to center, and I'm supposed to get all this insight. And about two minutes, five minutes into it, you know, your mind's going somewhere else, and then I would just end up giving up. And I think one of the kind of the words of advice that I would give anybody that's starting out meditating is, you know, don't go into it thinking that you're going to meditate for a whole 30 minutes the first time out. You know, set your timer um, on your on your phone and just start at like one minute. And in that one minute, just sit there, sit there calm and maybe just focus on your breathing. And then maybe each day or however you do it, just increase it. But, you know, don't go into it going, okay, I'm going to sit here for 30 minutes, you know, and I'm going to get all this done. And on, you know, YouTube and, you know, there's a bunch of podcast, um, you know, podcasts out there too that have a lot of good guided meditation that you can pretty much find anything um, that would, you know, target what you're, you know, wanting to meditate on. So that's always a good resource as well. Um, I like to do mine when I get to work of a morning because I get there so early and before a whole lot of people um, get there. And I'll do about 15 minutes just, you know, centering myself for the day. And then when we come home in the evening, I like to do about a, you know, a 30 minute one if time allows, but, you know, it's kind of give or take. So, but so since you've, you know, expressed interest in, you know, meditating and stuff. So I'm kind of interested on your perception, um, just of all the, just the metaphysical world or the mystic, um, young adult, how, how do you see that? I see it as just a place to connect with your mind, body, and soul, just where you're able to look away from everything that life's throwing at you and just be able to reconnect with yourself and find out more things about you and how you work and just a place to find, I guess, your true self and just being able to, I don't know the words, just being able to find 
something to help relax you and just be able to reconnect with everything and the nature and the world around you without having to worry about all the stresses that having a day-to-day life mm-hmm. gives you. An awesome perception. Very good. <laughs> um, other than that, or than the meditation, um, are there any other areas that you've kind of been interested about, interested, or you've seen stuff on like Instagram and TikTok that's kind of piqued your interest? I know I've always been fascinated by, like you said, um, in previous podcasts, just the different types of crystals and what they mean, just like the uh, different uh, properties of them. I've always been interested in things like those, but um, I've also been interested in tarot cards. I know a few years ago, um, a f- not a friend of mine had brought a pack of tarot cards and whether they were doing it just for fun, I was always interested in those and just watching how those worked. Mm-hmm. So I've been interested in just learning how, learning more about those. Right. And I, I have a couple of decks um, myself um, that when I've gone into um, some shops, I'll always kind of just kind of fill them out and see which ones I'm kind of drawn to. Um, I think I have about three tarot decks and then I have um, a couple of decks of what are called Oracle cards and one that I just got um, probably within the last two months, it was the um, Healing Spirits Oracle card. And I really, I've been really enjoying those. And ironically, last week, I ended up pulling this same Oracle card three times in a row. That's insane. So <laughs> I was like, honestly, I guess I should, I, I should probably pay attention to this one. And um and then I have another um, deck that I really like. It's called the Un- Untethered Soul. And it's just kind of more of <clears throat> just some sayings. But it's really um, ironic that when I do pull those, it's something that, you know, it has it has a good grounding to it. I'm like, okay, I can, I can relate to that as well. I know that when I first years ago kind of started um, looking at tarot too, is that the best one of the advice I got was like, just find a deck that you're um, – you're drawn to and then just go through the deck like look at each card you know see what you get from it you know a lot of them will come with you know the little booklet that will explain you know what each one is but you know I always say just you know become one with your deck kind of get a feeling of it see what you get when you look at the cards you know and see what you're drawn to or what you think and then you know go into that book and kind of see okay was I feeling the same thing you know that it's you know possibly you know explained about it so there's a lot of ones out there um I've even seen some kind of silly ones that are I'm kind of like well maybe I should get a deck like that so um but yeah they're really really interesting um let's see do you feel like since you are you know a young do you feel like there's any movies over the years or any other additional social social media that's in, influenced your interest overall well probably one of the most common answers you've heard before harry potter but oh. i originally didn't really start with harry potter because what really got me into harry potter was percy jackson and i just <laughs> loved the different aspects of like the oracles and just the fortune telling but being able to hear all those different stories and then moving over to harry potter 
that had a similar world and similar plot line and just learning all the things about magic and and anything mystical like that was fascinating to me but more recently for online um I know this was not recent recent but during COVID I know a lot of um what was it called shifting was a big thing on like on the internet Mm -hmm. and I was confused about it so I did research and I found an interesting aspect of what just connecting like with I don't know your spirit and just trying to shift into like different realities like not something I would do personally but I found it really interesting that what some people were like looking into and learning about it right yeah there's a lot of a lot of different stuff out there um in social media um I always tell everybody just kind of you know with anything proceed with caution on some stuff you know um and then just kind of take it take what you will from it and you know and decide where it kind of fits in with your life or you know if it's something that you you know want to pursue further um with you saying about, you know, looking into shifting and stuff with that, do you feel like you have any abilities that either you've kind of felt like you've had, or you're, you know, you think maybe I'm moving towards. Um, not at the moment. I know I've, when I have tried meditation, like without much research a few years ago, I'd always feel I don't know if floaty is the right word, but just being able to like disconnect from uh, my body and just from my mind, just being able to observe from the outside, just not letting anything affect me. I don't know if that means anything, but. I think absolutely. I think you with at your age already and already being able to sense that the feeling of floating, I think that you are probably um, I kind of kind of say moving into what they call that baby awakening where you're beginning to, I know a lot of people will say, Oh, um, are you spiritual? Well, a lot of people think when you hear the word spiritual, they automatically go to, well, you're spiritual and you go to, you go to church. I think spirituality comes from within and spirituality is whatever you feel that you also connect with. Um, and, and being able to feel like you're floating, I feel like, you know, you are moving kind of in that awakening that you start to, you know, connect with certain things and you open like your third eye and then things kind of start coming, you know, at different times. And like you said, your way of just kind of being able to just disconnect and, you know, relax and, you know, let your body go into a different state. Um, so I think that's really cool for your being already at a young age already being able to do that um and since you are able to do that do you have um are any of your friends do y'all have the same um interest do y'all talk about the mystic or the metaphysical or do you just kind of keep that to yourself i usually keep that to myself because like you said i'm still new to this and i'm young and i'm still figuring things out so i I take it as, I guess the best way to like um, compare it to would be like not an insecurity because I'm not insecure about it, but 
how some things like they're just personal and you don't feel like sometimes you're not ready to share it with your friends yet and I feel like I'm at that point right now like this is something I am willing to share with my friends but I'm still I still want to learn more and figure things out on my own before I start talking to them about it right and that's and that's good to be guarded I mean like um, we had talked about earlier is that I think your generation is a little bit different than the generation that I grew up in is that, you know, of course we didn't have, you know, the social media, the Instagram and stuff like that growing up. So um, we kind of, you know, it, it wasn't as prevalent out there as it is now or ex- accepted, you know, if we did talk about it or express interest into it, um, you were kind of looked at differently. Uh, I think, people's perception on the mystic and the metaphysical now is a lot different than what it was when I was growing up. I think a lot of people, they didn't understand it or it kind of maybe scared them in a little way that they would always go to, well, it is, you know, it's just bad. You know, every, it's like, you shouldn't be doing that, that that's just bad or you're being influenced by, you know, just negative stuff. Cause I don't think they, you know, I know, where I grew up at, I don't think they had a real sense um, of what it really was. Um, so I know when I grew up, I kept that very close to me. There was just very handful that I did talk about it with it. And I never was completely honest with them. And, and, you know, and even until most recently, I always tell everybody I've kind of been like half in and half out of the broom closet, you know. So, you know, even even though I have it out there, I'm still very guarded just around, you know, certain people that, you know, I do talk to about, you know, even though it seems like it's more readily acceptable. Um, With that, how did you feel? um, And I know it's been a a little while. um, Were you kind of shocked when um, you found out just kind of everything that I did? Um, kind of on the metaphysical side. I was, I I don't feel like shocked is the best word, but I was a little surprised, but just from meeting you and knowing who you are, I feel like that was just such a you vibe. Just that's so you. And I guess surprising, I just, you're a very spiritual person, just go with the flow, very relaxing. I just felt like it really went with your personality hmm. and and more instead of more surprised, but I thought it was very interesting and um, cool that that's just something that you did. <laughs> and which is ironic that you say that I felt like I was easy going and went with my personality because then I have some people that I've said, wow, I never would have expected that from you because you are so serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, so. I know this is stuff my friends joke about, but like you have a mask for like different people, like with your family, you can be more open, but like with your friends, you could be a little more guarded. Just you have different personalities for different groups. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so do you, have you ever um, kind of sat there and thought, do I have a spirit guide? Do I feel like I'm guided by a spirit animal or anything? Since you had interest in like Percy Jackson and stuff and just with the whole mythology and everything like that. I've thought about it and I thought it really cool idea, but I don't know, like I said, still new. So I wouldn't know how to like feel that or 
anything like that but I think it's a really cool idea and I would love to find out if I did have one (laughs) (laughs) I always say they they'll always present them to you when you least expect it and then you kind of sit there and go did I not notice this all along or did it just (laughs) (laughs) it's like blinking Las Vegas light going hey here I am pay attention to me (laughs) (laughs) if you could have a spirit animal what would you want it to be well it would be really cool to have either a fox or a wolf but that's probably just like my Percy Jackson based things Mm -hmm. I've been in one of the Percy Jackson books, a lot of uh, the second series had to do with wolves, and I thought it was a really cool animal. And just learning about them, just I thought they were pretty strong and fascinating creatures. And now for the fox, I thought they were just tricksters, and I thought that was like they're mischievous, and I thought that, that was cool. So I feel like those would be fun spirit animals to have. Absolutely, and they're really smart. Exactly. (laughs) Interesting that you say a wolf because someone very close to you, I seem to think that is his spirit animal because he is always drawn to everything about the wolf or the lone wolf. And I know you probably know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So outside, um, just the medical physical world and everything like that. So do you have anything that you're really passionate about right now? Um, besides reading and filming, nothing that comes to mind. And you're filming. That's always interesting with social media and everything. Um, can you that if you did come into like your whole spiritual awakening and just with the film background that you have, can you imagine the level that you could take that to? It would be so crazy. <laughs> Such a fun adventure to go on. Absolutely. Oh. I know starting a podcast, that's been, it was, um, it is still daunting towards, for me. Um, you know, you sit there and think, you're like, do I sound okay? Am I asking the right questions? How can I make it better? And then everybody always seems to ask me, oh, well, how followers you have and I'm like not a whole lot but it's really not about that you know kind of I feel like for me doing um the podcast thing for me it's more of like just an a creative outlet even though I feel like I have outlets in other areas but I just think it's interesting um, just to be able to get different views on stuff um and just see where it goes um so not like I'm looking to become famous off of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand that not this isn't like something you're doing for the followers or anything. It's just something for you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so with that also, is there something that no one knows about you that would surprise them? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I have to... <laughs> Let me, I got to think about that. And you don't have to completely understandable. <laughs> um, um, For like me, it was, you know, the obvious when I first got asked that question, I was like, well, I guess, you know, I guess the good, the overall would be, 
I'm a witch. And they're like, what? And they look at me. And then, of course, then I'll kind of like, if I kind of get that sense of them, I'll go, yeah, it's called the woman in total control of herself. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, if there's, yeah, you don't have to answer that question. Definitely. It's not anything. Um, I don't really have an answer right now. So. <laughs> um, is there anything going on in your life right now that you didn't expect to happen at this point in time? Um, well, going back to the school route, uh, we had this journalism club that was more of a club last year, but we, me and a few of my friends, we really made it into something big for the big for our small school. Um, I'm one of the leaders for it. And that's something I didn't really see myself doing. I'm, I know I loved film, but this is a journalism club and I've never been much for writing or anything, but I'm very passionate about just how far we've come along and bringing this club up and how far we've come mm-hmm. since last year and building it up. That's cool. Um, do y'all, your journalism club and building it up, If it, is it something that y'all just keep within your school or is it something that y'all have put out um, on social media or anything just to try to um, get some exposure on it and, and just maybe some followers or is it just mostly within your campus? Uh, a little bit of both. We do have our own Instagram. Um, yeah. But it's mainly, most of the content is just for the school and just like school news and just any events happening within the school. But we do do have our own Instagram just to get out a little more content and just get the views up. Nice, nice. And if you could think about anything since you are a young adult, and most sometimes when I, I talk with people, I always ask them, if you could go back and give advice to your younger self, what would that be? Of course, you're in a position that I would say, if you could go forward in the future and give advice to your older self, what do you think you would tell your older self? Let's say 20 years down the road. Um, based off, oh, I don't know. I guess it would just be, don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to go meet new people just based off how I am now and how, um, what's the word? Um, not antisocial, but what's the word? Don't oh, be introvert. introvert. How introvert <laughs> I am right now. Like, don't be afraid to go meet new people and make friends. Go out and connect with the community around you. I think that's pretty good. There you go. If there's anything anybody could take away from this episode, what would you want them to take away? Um, don't be afraid to explore your options. Don't be afraid of just sticking to one thing and go out and find your own mystic uh, interests. Go find what, go find your little niche. Um, <laughs> Go learn. (laughs) Don't be afraid to go out and learn something new. Cool. And since y'all do have um, an Instagram account, um, if you would want anybody listening to check out y'all's Instagram account um, content, um, 
how would they how would they go about finding you on Instagram? What y'all's um your username? Um, Blair Street Journal, but it's B O A I R underscore S T underscore Journal. Cool on Instagram. Put that in the in the episode notes. So if anybody you know wants to check that out, that'll kind of give y'all um, a way to increase your following as well. You know. Well, thank you. <laughs> So let's see. Anything that you want to ask me? What was, what really got you interested or what was the main turning point in your mystic career? What was something like big that got you into it? Like what went, what made you go from just like being interested and liking it to like being really involved in it? I am kind of one of those that... And, and some people will sit there and say, no, there's no way that you could have ever known this. But I honestly feel like that I was born into it. I always knew from when I was a young child that I was always a little different. And there was certain things that would happen in my life or go, in my li- go on in my life that I would notice that some of my other friends weren't having that happen. And I kept that very close to myself because, you know, I was afraid somebody would look at me and think, oh, well, you're just crazy or there's something, you know, mental health wise going on with you. So I always knew from just a young child that there was, there was something else other out there. Um, I feel like my grandmother probably was also a mystic in herself. However, I don't think that um, they, her growing up, maybe she even had a way of describing it. Um, I always felt a really close connection with her. And there were certain things that she would do that I was just like, hmm, this makes sense. It wasn't until I got probably... I guess in college that I felt like I was able to kind of explore some stuff a little bit more in depth, you know, just in the area that I had moved to um, and was able to meet um, some other people that had um, like interests or things that had happened to them. And then that's when it kind of really kind of, you know, got in motion that I would, you know, started focusing on more things. And then I guess it was later in life, I had a, um, a near-death experience that ended up kind of really blowing the door wide open um, on a lot of stuff. And, and, and that's when it was like, it was really um, kind of made, I mean, it's kind of hard not to when you have an experience like that and come back from something like that. And you're like, okay, wow, there's definitely some other stuff going on. So I just kind of, you know, would make connections and kind of delve a little bit more into that and make, you know, talk with people and be like, you know, where's this going? Where should I take it? Um, and should I close myself off or just allow myself to be completely open? And that's when I chose that, you know, I'm not going to fight it any longer. I'm just going to embrace it. And I went from there and I kind of feel like even every day I still embrace a little bit more of myself that I may not have, you know, years ago. Um, 
And I just like, I just like being able to help people or, you know, you know, help people, you know, if they're not real sure about, you know, they're starting their spiritual awakening, you know, just to be there for them and, you know, answer any questions that I might be able to answer for them or, you know, help them, you know, find somebody else that, you know, that can help them better along than what I can. But I'm definitely not afraid to explore things now. And that's always admirable. Yeah. But it's taken, it's taken a long time to get to that point. Definitely. Definitely. Well, you're there now. So that's all that matters. <laughs> well, I am very grateful that you decided to come on the podcast with me and hanging out with me tonight. So um, I'm kind of going to leave off with, I always leave off with my porch mantra. And like I said, once again, thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe later on we can hang out on the porch again and talk with us some other stuff. So I'm going to leave off with my porch mantra for the night. And I think it kind of goes back to a little bit of what you said earlier that I'm just going to say that um, whatever efforts that you have, you know, they're being supported by the universe and just manifested into reality. And until next time, I hope everybody has a great evening and um, I look forward to our next episode. And I guess I will leave us off with there. If you'd like to say good night to everybody. Good night, Al. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great evening. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.